0: Welcome to Second Half Now, a listening experience for the 50-plus generation, second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. The mission of this show is to help people learn how to live a life that matters. This is what adds purpose and fulfillment to our days and helps us make sense of this crazy thing called life. Your host is Dr. Dan Critchett. And the show is all about guests and topics that deal with the challenges and opportunities of real people in today's world. If you want to live a life that matters, Dr. Dan is in the studio now, ready to begin today's discussion. Now, let's join your host, Dr. Dan Critchett.
1: You know, as we get into the second half of life, uh, we have dealt with a whole lot of change Some of those changes have just about knocked us out off the path of life and some have been welcomed and good. It's all about change. Maybe you've heard the quote, constant change is here to stay. I kind of like that little clever play on words and uh, a very similar uh, quote that goes like this. It says, the only thing constant in life is change. So I guess we got to get used to it. So for this show, we're going to use the word transition. And there are many different types and categories of transition, and you've been through a bunch. and We're going to talk about those today. So which ones have you dealt with? Which transitions have you wrestled with? And how did you do with those? And maybe you're in the middle of one right now. And, uh, or you might even know that one's coming. Maybe you know it, or maybe you just kind of sense that there's more change coming your way. So how we respond to those transitions will determine really how happy and how productive we are in this life and our whole attitude about life. So our guest today will say that it's all about our attitude and how we see it. So the title of today's show is Transition, Friend or Foe? You're listening to Second Half Now. This is a radio show, podcast, and live events Uniquely designed for the age 50 plus generation. This is where we discuss the things that are important to us in the second half of life. So I want to welcome you to the discussion, invite you to pull up a chair and join us at the table. There really is a chair right here and I'd like you to imagine yourself being right here at the table with us. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett and our mission for this show and all that we do is helping today's 50 plus American live a life that matters. So in studio today, I'm really happy to introduce Scott Golfany. I see Scott as an expert in transition. Well, probably because he's been through a bunch of them. And some of those transitions that Scott has been through have been painful and difficult. Are you nodding, Scott? Absolutely. (laughs) So Scott has also walked with other people through their transitions, and he has learned a lot from those he recently was trained and certified as a chaplain, and what a great role for him to play and help people through their transitions, giving them help and hope. And the mission of this show is to help people live a life that matters, and you just can't do that without having the right tools to deal with the inevitable in life transitions. So again, the title of today's show is Transition friend or foe. Scott, my friend, I want to thank you for coming in today and welcome to Second Half Now. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for the invitation. Oh man, we're going to have some, and I say fun, but it's it's tough, tough subjects. And uh, I want our listeners to really, uh, you know, pull up a little bit, get closer to the speaker or the, the the headphones or the earbuds or whatever, because we're going to cover some really, really important things. And folks, if you have had um some struggles with transition uh, you're going to get some things here plus some ongoing resource and connection so Scott let's get right into it um, you know we we want to talk about specifically about uh, the kinds of transitions that people go through and by the time you know when we say uh, second half we're saying 50 the 50 yard line right some of us will make it to the 80 yard line or 90 or you know with uh, aging the way it is uh, you and I may make it to 100. So it um, used to be uh, you hit 65 and you're about done, right? But now 65 is just a mile post. Well, it was for me. You're not there yet. <laughs> no. So so uh, we've all experienced transitions of a whole lot of different kinds, and um, uh, and we know that there are more on the way. We just don't get out of this life without, in fact, death is a transition, I guess. So, you know, right. I mean, we're there. So let's talk about some of those. And so, one, we have a little list here, but... What ones for you Scott jump out as ones that you have either been through or you have uh, helped people deal with their own transition
2: well the one that really sticks sticks out to me the uh, was that first transition of job loss yeah. working fourteen years in in a company and uh, working sixty seventy hours a week yeah. and then transitioning home was wow. uh, was a transition mm-hmm. and uh, you know home with a a lot more time and a lot less money. Yeah,
1: wow! And all the relationships and all the dynamics and everything else and scrambling and sweating and stewing and and um, so let's move on to list some others because I would like our listeners to be able to connect with one that is very real for them, either currently or coming up, or maybe they've already you know been through it. So right. I'm just looking at empty nest. I think for me that was a big one, and I think for a lot of our second halfers. Right. Uh, what happens when the last kid goes off to college or gets married, and all of a sudden you look at the spouse and you say, hmm, you look familiar, but I'm not sure who you are, yeah, right. right? And we have different expectations. We've lived different lives. You know, the kids have been kind of at the center, uh, but now we're, we're empty nest. We have options to make choices and to, to move ahead, but it is a transition. Right,
2: It's like that question, what now?
1: Yeah, exactly. So what's another one for you?
2: The, um Military and that civilian mm-hmm. life, uh, realizing in conversations with some really good friends of mine who are combat veterans, yeah, and that transition from combat home, right? Um, they're they're um, heroes, yeah, and they're coming home uh, without their their crew, without their uh, unit, right? And that connection that yeah. they had, the purpose that they had, the mission that they were on, yeah. is gone. And now they're home, and what that transition looks like, only they know.
1: Absolutely. I think I've told you, and I think our listeners uh, might recall, that my son was in the Army Rangers. And um, so when he got out of the Rangers, his buddies, I mean, these are his life, right? And he'd get out, and you get home, and he had a really tough time. In fact, a lot of them do. Let's mention now the National Alliance. Let's do that.
2: Yeah, National Alliance. I've been a part of uh, the National Alliance to end veteran suicide. Uh, Rod Whitmire, with uh, realized um, that twenty-two at the time veterans a day were were uh, choosing to lose the battle um, here in the states, taking their own lives, taking their own lives, yeah, yeah. and uh, and and he just said, "Not on my watch." Well, I met Rod and. Joined in with his mission, yeah, and being been a part of uh, his his mission for uh, our our mission, yeah, for the last year year and a half.
1: Yeah, that's critical. I mean, it's such a life change. So, and uh, the National Alliance for the Prevention of Suicide of Veterans. Have I said that kind of correctly? Yeah, it's okay, a so.
2: National Alliance to End Veterans Suicide. Oh, to end. Okay.
1: Yeah. So uh, if anybody listening, uh, if, if that resonates with you, if you know somebody or you yourself are a veteran having a difficult transition or if you know of anybody, your son or grandson or anybody, uh, go to our website, secondhalfnow.com and just click the, uh, the contact button and uh, let me know that you're interested in more information about that. Scott will get in touch with you, give you a web address, phone number, contact, whatever it is, because this is critical. It really is. So I want to look at uh, uh, death of a loved one. So my listeners know that a number of years ago, my oldest son Josh was killed in a plane crash. And talk about transition. I still had two younger kids at home, at uh, 16 and 12. And here's here's the thing I remember. Talk about transition. So um, you know it's teamwork at dinner time. You know, so we we're all helping you know get the table set. And so I'm reaching up into the cupboard to pull the plates down to set the table. Can you picture that? So no longer am I gonna bring out five plates, it's four. It just hits me. And then the transition, it's still going on in a lot of ways, but boy, that was, that was tough. So, or the death of a spouse. I wanna mention that too, for anybody that's uh, experiencing that. Or, or let's talk about a medical event. A good friend of mine, I went to see him in the uh, adult care home a couple of nights ago. Uh, catastrophic stroke. And just totally disabled him, and after a full year, now he can move a hand. I mean, it's just incredible. Talk about transition, and he's trapped in this body that can't move. We don't know what his mind is going through, but his wife, talk about transition with kids at home and stuff, I mean, or even a diagnosis. So, yeah, sorry, Scott, says the doctor, Uh, you know, we found cancer, and, you know, what do you do? And that just changes everything, so... Transition. Right. Once you pick it, let's do a couple more and then we'll move on to the next topic.
2: Well, marriage and divorce, that transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a transition for the whole unit. The whole family yeah. is experiencing that transition together. Right, right.
1: And the first part is just getting married in the first place. Good point. Talk yes. about transition. Oh, my goodness. What? You mean I'm not the main one anymore? I mean, I have to think about my wife. I have to think about this person that I'm welcoming into my life. i got to do things different. right Right. now i'm setting the table for two instead of one but there's a lot more to it than that so you and i have both been through divorce and with a with a failed marriage a broken marriage and broken relationships and that's painful so a lot of our listeners right now can relate to that yes and we want to cover like what are some of the thoughts and feelings you have when you're dealing with the transitions of these or let's just see before we uh, move on let's pick another one a uh, couple what what grandparenting what? yeah okay. i'm gonna
2: be a papa in august oh, and man. so excited
1: you think that will be a transition that will be an amazing transition oh my gosh yeah i am not a grandpa yet but uh when i talk to grandpas they're just i mean they're they light up just uh, uh, you know when i say you got pictures are you kidding me of course <laughs> let me pull my phone out yeah so i guess what we want to say is there's lots of things that come intruding into our lives Uh, And let's call them transitions. And some of them are welcome, like the grandparenting thing, and some are, they just, they can be devastating for us. And it takes some way to deal with it, and that's what we want to talk about. So what are those thoughts and feelings that we can talk about here, Scott, in the studio that our our listeners will be able to to connect with and relate to and for them to say, "Yeah, yeah, I think I'm dealing with that. So let's do that right after the break. So folks, don't go away. We will be right back.
0: Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503 926 one, one. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust. Looking for a new home that is affordable, well-built, and only 18 minutes from downtown Portland? Then you've got to see the Brunswick Commons condominiums. These great new townhomes are located in the Gateway area and will be completed by November first, 2018. Selling for $299.9 with income guidelines for purchase, each home has three bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. These sturdy and attractive homes are built by Vic Construction Company, an Oregon builder with over 20 years experience. And at this price, they won't stay on the market for long. For more information, please call Morgan Davis Homes at 503-748-8200. That's 503-748-8200. If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 24-7 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4216. That's 503 607 4216. 24 7 properties. It's not just your house, it's your home.
1: So thank you for listening to those. Those are our friends and supporters of Second Half Now, and they're the ones that actually help this uh, this radio show and everything that we do come to life and come to you because uh, we don't sell on anything on this show and we don't ask for donations. So I'd invite you to go to SecondHalfNow.com and click on the network page. Then you can see a good graphic, a, um, a link to a website for those sponsors and the ones uh, that I want to add to that uh, are these J Tom. She has products and strategies for anti-aging and wellness. Again, go to the website and hit the network page and you can get connected. Another one is Bob Lum, and uh, his tagline is integrity and service for all your insurance needs. Bob is my insurance guy. I know him and trust him, and so I commend him to you also. And then there's uh, Jackie B. Peterson with better, smarter, richer, and her tagline is do what you love and earn an income doing it. So we're getting back into the studio here, talking to Scott Golfney. We're digging into the matter of changes in our lives in the second half and how to deal with change, or transitions we're calling them, in a way that is healthy and helpful. The title of today's show is Transition, Friend or Foe. So Scott, let's pick up where we left off. We're talking about the different kinds of transition. We've kind of covered that. We could spend more time, but let's move on. What we want to talk about next is the maybe the thinking and the feeling that goes on when we're in transition, particularly the, the uncomfortable ones or the or the painful ones. And I know what you have mentioned, uh, as we've talked about it, is fear of the unknown. Holy smokes, this has come upon us or me now. I don't know what's coming next.
2: Right. And the, the comfort part is I love my comfort. And when when I yeah. feel it's being threatened, right. what do I do? Right. And that fear of the unknown, for myself, I've felt paralyzed, and I don't know where to move right. or what to do.
1: Right. Yeah, it changes everything from the moment we wake up in the morning. It's, oh, yeah, this is the new reality. So uh, depending upon the nature of the, of the event or the loss, you know, there's grief you know, and a deep, dark sadness and, and anxiety, and maybe I need some medication for that anxiety because it's going to put me in the hospital. If I don't do something about it, sometimes we deny it. Did that really happen, you know, and not not accepting it? So uh, what would you add to those things?
2: I know for me it's, you know, blame. Uh, mm. Whether I blame myself or blame others, why did this happen? And, yeah. and going down that, the depression. Yeah. I'm in a divorce care group and realizing that depression is masking all the other emotions. Mm. And if we can look through the depression— Yeah. And really get to the emotions and um, identify those. I think
1: that's the key. There's a lot of wisdom there. I was telling you about my friend who had the stroke. And uh, I was in the room with him and his wife and another friend. And um, he has been taking uh, medication for depression. I'm just picturing, I don't know that this is actually true, that I'm when he starts coming to some sort of consciousness after the stroke and he was in a coma for three weeks or something, and he realizes he can't move and he can't talk and he can't do anything, and what do you do? I mean, gosh, it'd be so easy to just want to check out, give up, but that depression comes as a wave because you can't see the future. You don't know, what's, am I stuck here? Is this my thing for the rest of my life? I didn't even want to see me in a mirror. By the way, uh, they're going to be on the show in an upcoming episode yeah at least the wife i don't know if we can get mark in here uh but uh because he can't talk anyway unless he just wants to be here to be a part of it but um yeah thank you let's let's get some others here so you know i'm looking at uh maybe self-pity you know i mean i see other people going through bad stuff but man this is really tough and you know woe is me right why me if that's kind of what you were saying too so, what other thoughts and feelings? I I really want our listeners to connect uh, on an emotional level and say, "Yeah, I've been there, or I am there now."
2: I I think for me also is just that grief of loss, mm, yeah. of of um, it's an empty hole in my heart. Yeah. Uh, a good pastor friend of mine said that, uh, you know, it's your heart has a big old hole that just got ripped out, and uh, yeah, just let it heal. Let it let it do what it's gonna do. Don't don't. Don't stuff it.
1: Right. In fact, we were having a conversation off air about crisis. Crisis is a plow to the soil of my heart. And we came up with the image of a rototiller. If you've ever, listener, if you've ever walked behind a rototiller or watched your dad or somebody doing it, and you're gripping onto the handles and it's bouncing around, but these little tongs or these sharp little things are kind of biting into the soil and digging it up and, you know, and that's from a christian perspective a biblical perspective that's sometimes what god allows to happen in my heart so that it'll be softer soil for the implanting of that seed of his grace and it's so important because uh, and i say this all the time i don't know of any strong person and certainly any strong christian strong in character strong in life that has not been through some really really tough stuff i don't know that there is such a thing what do you think i agree
2: uh, it's in that fertile soil that uh the fruit is produced and i think yeah. of the fruit of the spirit of love joy and peace yeah my life i am experiencing love joy and peace yeah i see patience goodness and gentleness and yeah. kindness yeah I see self-control
1: and for you to say that with the stuff the dark stuff you've been through um oh, man i mean and that's that's god's work And back to our theme, if we're going to help people live a life that matters, or, listener, if you are going to live a life that matters, a life outside yourself, a life that is involved with things that you care about, things that are important, things that help other people, we have to learn or you have to learn how to deal with the transitions of life. Because I'll tell you this, if you think you've been through transitions and you're finished, you're not. There are more coming. I guarantee it.
2: Yeah, I think, to me, it's been a discovery, Realizing that it's like, oh, yeah. I get to discover. Yeah. And it's, it's such an invitation into what God has for me. Yes. And letting go of the past so I can embrace a future, a life that matters.
1: Yes. Just words until you live it, right? Because right. those are good words. I like those words. But when you, when you really do sink in. When we were talking about the rototiller, you had a one-word summary. Ouch. <laughs> and those things do hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they, they are deeply painful. So, listener, whatever it is that you're dealing with now, we what we want to convey that there is help and there is hope. And uh, this is a transition to something else. So if God is shaping you or preparing you or uh, helping you get to where he wants you to be so that you can be his tool and his resource, that's what it takes in having the right kind of response so that we can Come out or be on the on the on the other side of it, stronger and and more ready. So let's talk about. Uh, we're running out of time already. Can you believe that? So helpful components or steps in dealing with transitions. This is where we get practical. Absolutely. We'll talk to the people about. Uh, you know. Okay. I'm I'm hearing you. So what do I do? What are the What are those components? The
2: biggest impact in my heart was that vulnerability of reaching out. Hey, I need help. Yeah. Right, I can't do this myself. And, I don't yeah. even know what to do. I don't yeah. know the questions to even ask.
1: Yeah. Isn't that hard for a man? You know, because we want to be macho. We want to be self-sufficient. We want to be tough, right? I mean, we are the providers. We're the hunters and gatherers, and, you know, we do all that stuff. And then when we get rolled over by a big deal, we admit our vulnerability. Thank you for that.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Reaching out for help. It's... Um, it creates that opportunity to connect.
1: Yeah.
2: To support. I uh National Alliance has a logo of two arms wrist locking together. Mm. I got you. Yeah. And I'm not letting go. Yeah. Just resonates with
1: me. Oh, absolutely. I love it. What else? And then um
2: accepting accepting the uh support and um and the and the support of others. Mm. Um it's Grateful and gratitude um, really opens up uh, another way of looking at uh, my circumstances. Um, And one thing for me is uh, the letting go of the past, letting go of the. um, I go back to uh, Jesus's, uh, you know, talking about prayer. Mm -hmm. Father, Forgive my trespasses, as I forgive those who have trespassed against yeah. against me. Yeah. And um, that that freedom to forgive and be forgiven is um, it's putting closure to the past, the what was, and opens a new opportunity yeah. of what can be.
1: Thank you for that. As as a pastor for many years, I I see that sometimes I believe God has allowed. A big transition to come into a person's life exactly for that purpose, to to for forgiveness to exchange, and because we carry those things around. And I, you said, uh, changing or adjusting or changing my expectations to desires. Expectations, I mean, that's what I want. I'm not going to be happy unless I get them. But desires is I'd like to have this, but you know, if it doesn't happen, you know, maybe speak to that a moment. We're just about out of time, but let's hear that.
2: Yeah, the um, desires of um you know, a lot of what it is that I reach out for um, my experience is being that I get to have peace or joy um, if I have that. Right. And realizing that that peace and joy comes from, uh, you know, the choice of receiving and, and, and living that.
1: It's kind of conditional then, isn't it? If I have these things, then I'll be happy. Yeah. Thank you. So listen, we're going to have to close it up. Can you come back for more discussion on this? I'd love to. I see the big smile. Yeah, because I mean, going through some tough stuff. So folks, uh, we if you want to get some resources or connection, go to secondhalfnow.com. Click on the Contact Us button, and uh, we'll get to you. Just give us a little clue as to what you have in mind, what you'd like to have happen. So if you have questions about today's topic or have other suggestions, again, second half now. I want to thank you for listening today. We've been in studio with Scott Golfney talking about transition, friend or foe. And uh, our goal is to help today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. And saying goodbye for now. Until next time, may God help you live a life that matters. Join us at the table again. Find our shows on the website, secondhalfnow.com. Goodbye for now.
0: You've been listening to Second Half Now, a listening experience dedicated to helping the 50-plus American live a life that matters for second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. As we wrap up this episode, we invite you to take action, step up, get engaged, do something to learn more. Find out what you can do right now to take a step toward living a life that matters. Connect with us on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Learn the many ways you can listen to the show, share it with others, and actually take some steps in the right direction. Think about it. The opposite of living a life that matters is living a life that doesn't matter. Now that doesn't sound very appealing, does it? Go to secondhalfnow.com and let's explore what's next for you.